0: Ministry Mentorship, Episode 37. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Ministry Mentorship. This is Jacob Tapia, and you're listening to a podcast dedicated to connecting apostolic leaders with young ministers for the purpose of helping them develop in their ministry. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to make plans to watch our next Ministry Mentorship Live Bible Study coming up this Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Evangelist Mike Easter will be talking with us about spiritual renewing. Brother Easter has a powerful ministry that will be a great blessing and encouragement to you. And uh, I know that it will be well worth your time to to log in uh, at our Bible Study page we have some that uh, have told me that they use the Bible study as a small group event and they are printing off the handouts and following along during the lesson and sending in questions and and that really helps us as we uh, teach the lesson and as we have some sharing and discussion time afterwards. So I'd love for you to participate in that. Uh, you can text us a question or comment during the, uh, during the session and, and get right involved in it. Uh, for more information, you can go to ministrymentorship.com backslash Bible-study or look for the Bible study link on our website. Let me just say that if you have a question, a testimony, or a comment about ministry mentorship, you can send an email to jacob at ministrymentorship.com. And, uh, we've already heard from several of you that have given us suggestions and questions for future interviews, and we really appreciate this feedback. It's very helpful to us. In this interview, we're going to be talking with Pastor Steve Williford of the Apostolic Pentecostal Church in St. Louis, Missouri. Brother Williford has a great desire to help young people develop in their ministry and grow in the Lord. And as you listen to this interview, I know that you're going to be blessed as you glean from his wealth of wisdom and spiritual insight. Let's join the conversation now. We have Brother Steve Williford with us today. He's the pastor of the Apostolic Pentecostal Church in St. Louis, Missouri, where he's been pastoring now for 33 years. Uh, He's been in ministry for over 39 years, has served as the superintendent of Missouri, was the district secretary for many years, uh, and has served this organization well. He loves young ministers, and he has a great ministry of encouragement. Brother Williford, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Brother Tapia and it's an honor. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Now tell us a little bit of your story.
1: Well I was blessed to have grown up in an apostolic church. My parents were saved when they were uh, teenagers and then of course later married and then uh, we attended Pastor Walter Gwyn's church in my younger years and uh, came from a, a strong apostolic family. I'm very thankful for that uh, background and context. And when I was about uh, about to turn 11 years old, we uh, began to attend the Harry Branding's church, Apostolic Pentecostal Church at 13th Ravoy. And so basically, I've grown up in the church, and then also grew up in the church, basically, that I'm pastoring now. So my parents were involved I saw an example of involvement there, so it, it just felt natural for me, Jacob, to to be involved and connected to the kingdom.
0: And and how did you first get started in ministry?
1: Well, some of the early seeds I, I remember having to stand on a little chair behind a uh, makeshift pulpit in children's church. This would have been when I was like probably. Five to seven years of age. Oh, wow. That was still at Brother Glenn's church. And uh, so led some songs there, did some sermonettes, and, and took some speaking parts in choir, some of the choir songs taught in Sunday School Children's Church. And then um, Brother Branding and Brother Black were much about young men and younger ministers, men and women, and opportunities in a Saturday night youth service. To be able to speak and preach, so that's some of the early seeds of getting started in in ministry.
0: Now, what what some people may not know this either, but you you did some records, I think, when you were in Bible school, doing some saxophone music. Is that right?
1: Yes, I learned to play the the saxophone. Some of the men in the church, with Roger Groman, with Bill McGavick, um, taught. Uh, me to play the saxophone and so did that and then we formed a group here at apc golden gospel horns and in 1971 i believe we re- recorded <laughs> the album so um wow, so, yeah got involved in that and uh, of course brother winter black was our pastor and he yeah. had a great vision for many things and so for music and involvement in music he himself played the saxophone so, again, there's example. There's mm-hmm. example uh, that we saw, and, of course, the Church always had a large orchestra, and Brother Branding promoted that also. You know, all that stuff, Brother Jacobs says to me, in, in leadership, if you can set the pace or be an example, of course, there are going to go those who are going to follow you, and then there are going to be those who exceed us in what yeah. they do if we'll just kind of point the direction.
0: Now, you, you've you mentioned a few of the, these uh, pastors in your life, and who are some of the people that you feel like impacted you the most?
1: Well, Pastor Branding, Harry Branding, and then Pastor Winfred Black. Um, uh, my youth leader was Brother Rudy Tyson, and uh, I, I dated myself by that term, youth leader. Now we call him <laughs> pastor, but in that day it was youth yeah. leader, Brother Rudy Tyson. And not only during that time, but still this day, I just saw him last Wednesday at a restaurant, and just came over, spoke into me, and uh, just has been through the years a real, uh, made a real great impression. My Bible College president, W.C. Parkey, had a great impact on my life during those years and then in the ensuing years. I could tell all of those men uh, not only wanted to give me an opportunity, but believed in me enough to provide opportunities in areas that I hadn't proven myself as yet, I know, but um, they believed in me enough, and so they they made a great impact by both their correction and by their direction in all of those ways.
0: Talk a little bit about finding your place. Now, you, you grew up in a church that had a lot of ministries that came out of that church, and I'm, I know you've had a lot of peers that have done some great things, and, and talk about your, uh, I guess, finding your place and how that happened for you?
1: Yeah, good question. And it that connects back to something that we talked about just a few minutes ago. Um, I tried to involve myself, and in early years I was encouraged by my parents um, and uh, other leaders, spiritual leaders, to involve myself before I was a minister, before I was a leader. And I think that cleared a pathway to be able to finding to be able to find my place in ministry i think it showed to god and it showed others that i desired to be involved in in the kingdom and so then that led to god's confidence their confidence to allow me into areas of leadership and and ministry and i feel like the best and the right formula is I love and will serve the kingdom, I will accept a ministry and leadership role versus give me a leadership position in ministry, and then I'll serve and love the kingdom. So you serve and you love, and that will um, transport you into that place and, and help you to find that place. Of course, then there's personal prayer, and there's counsel by leaders in your life, parental and pastoral leaders, and, and mentors about finding that place. But I, I really feel like the key is you love and you serve God, and then uh, that road leads you to the destinations that God has for you.
0: That is so true. That is so true. You know, Brother Wilford, I, I came to APC when I first left Minnesota, coming to Bible school, and one of the things that I, I was really impressed by and really just impacted me personally was, uh, how you really had a gift for following the spirit and sensitivity to know, uh, what God was doing and, and to know maybe which direction the service should go or how things should happen. Talk to us a little bit about how a young minister can develop that sensitivity in their own ministry.
1: Okay. And I love talking about this, Brother Jacob. Um, APC was and is a greenhouse for finding the, the spirit and sensitivity to the spirit. I again observed and then experienced times when uh, pastors and other leaders would very sensitively follow the Lord on every and musicians too uh, what song to sing at the right time in the service so um. This was a green—I was in a context, certainly, that helped me. But again, of course, a person, myself included and anybody else, has to have a, uh, a, that God relationship, that prayerfulness. And I see that one of the advantages of prayer is getting used to the voice, or I, I call them the thought impressions, because I don't know that I've ever heard the audible voice of God— the thought impressions that God gives, and you get more sensitive or used to that. It's kind of like, you know, when you talk with somebody frequently on the phone, uh, you learn their voice and you can pick up on it. Well, uh, it's similar with God. So a personal relationship and developing that, and then a willingness to obey what He impresses upon you. And I think there'll always be a little tension with our flesh. In fact, just... Mm -hmm couple of recent services. In fact, as recent as last week, I felt the Lord prompt me to go pray with and for somebody, and there was a little stutter step there at first in my spirit, but then I said, no, this is what needs to happen. So that willingness to obey what He impresses upon you, whether it's while you're preaching to say this or that, or in the service to go pray for this one or that one, And again, it helps being in a context where there's always been a free flow of the the Spirit. And I think when when you do sense that impression, and let's say, for instance, it's in a service or during a a message, um, does this bring glory to God is a sister question you can ask. Does this edify the people or the person? And um, so I think those are some uh, keys to it that have helped me to have a... uh, sensitivity to what is God saying and what is God wanting to do. And I am so thankful for the atmosphere and for others that I've been able to observe, and as I mentioned in particular here at Apostolic Pentecostal Church, for the freedom of the Spirit and there to be a great sensitivity to the Spirit of God.
0: What advice could you give to a young minister that feels uh, a call to preach?
1: Establishing that personal relationship with God, prayer, fasting, the Word of God, faithfulness to the house of God, uh, faithfulness to the men and women of God who are in your life as leaders. So that personal relationship with God, and, and that's come up a few times already in our conversation yeah. on the question. So You know, I I think it's very evident that's such a key. And then watch, follow, speak with your pastor, watch, learn from other ministers, and then um, connect and be involved in as much as you possibly can be that has to do with the church and with ministry. And I'm meaning in the local church, in your local area in the section of the district that you are located in, in the district itself, or on, on a national scale. Just connect and be involved and be intentional about saying, I'm going to be a part of that. Of course, I understand we don't have time to go to everything and do everything. Right. But, you know, we, we attach ourselves to, with what we value. We attend to what we value for the most part. So connection there
0: one of the things that, that I feel is very important for young ministers and is to think about how you want to end this, you know, and building a long-term ministry. What do you feel like, and you've mentioned several things already, get involved, prayer, and, and would you feel like those are the main things that have helped you develop that kind of a long-term ministry?
1: Yes, those those are, Brother Jacob, some of the main things. If I could give a quick bullet list, um. Here's what it would be consistency, balance, submission, selflessness, humility, passion, and be yourself, the God anointed person He made you to be. Those are some of the main elements I feel like that make for a long time ministry that helps us to do as you say when we come further into our ministry, and then all the way to the point of needing to wrap it up, I think those things are, are the supporting girders and beams and foundation stones of a long-term ministry. Amen.
0: No, Brother Williford, what, what do you see in the young people of the apostolic movement today?
1: Godliness, and I thank God for it, a hunger for God. There's a hunger for His will. A hunger for his calling. Um, there is anointing, and I, I'm I'm speaking from, of course, what I see here at APC. But not only here, I see it the most here because this is where I am. But when I go to district meetings or national meetings or uh, meetings outside, it, it just uh, it, it blesses me. In fact, I come away from things like our camp meeting, and our youth convention. I I don't have a question in my mind about uh, the future of the church. Mm. Like, I I am so I know we all got to do, and the younger generation has to remain committed. But I feel so confident in that hunger they have, in the calling that's on them, and the anointing that is upon them. Really, they are an inspiration and encouragement to me personally, and I know to to many others. I see this in this apostolic movement today, and I am so thankful for it. In fact, not that I would be any barometer or the youth group I grew up in would be any barometer, but when I look at these kids today, I'm thinking, are these young men and young adults, young men and women, I I am saying to myself, wow, they are, they are far beyond what what I was, it seemed like what we were at that point in time, and it is just such an encouragement, so I thank God for it
0: amen, absolutely and just as I think about your involvement in in the church and you've been pastoring for for thirty three years, was there ever a time when you were a young man just starting out you you're involved in music, you're involved in all these things, did you ever have the thought? Uh, I wonder if my day's ever going to come.
1: Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, because in my case, I, I, after even after uh, leaving Bible College, remained at home, and some of my peers uh, launched out into various types of ministries, maybe an evangelist, some of them maybe going full-time or whatever, and I remember one particular point, feeling like you know, uh, maybe is my day going to come, or have I missed something? Yeah. And sometimes we can make the mistake of comparing ourselves or comparing the timing that God has for us with others. So I wondered, but then it was shortly thereafter, and by shortly I mean within a period of less than five years, for sure, and probably was less than three years, where. Um, this church made its consideration of me as its pastor, and so I knew that having remained here, uh, it, it wasn't the clincher for that to happen, but it certainly played into it. Hmm. So I, I think there will be times, and I would just encourage young women, young men, uh, we can't help but look around and see, okay, here's what our peers are doing, here's right. what others uh, are doing, and it will cause us to have a little check there, but we can't we got to handle that and not let that handle us. In other words, know that we can be patient. God has our gifting and our calling and our life in His hands. So I think every person is probably going to come to that kind of a time. And so don't let it handle you, but you can handle it, I believe, by the
0: help of the Lord. Amen. That's great. And I wonder, in closing, Brother Wilford, if you could just say a prayer over that young person right now that's feeling that, that tug in their heart, that pull, and they know God is leading them into ministry. And if you would just, just pray over them and ask God to, to be at work in their lives.
1: certainly will. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you today for your presence, and I feel you here today. And I thank you that you're a God that never changes, but our generations change and our cultures change. So, Lord, we're the ones that have the most difficulty dealing with those things. You've got it all in control. You have us placed, and you have young men and women placed, where they will strategically be able to advance your kingdom. I pray that you would give us settling and a peace in the minds and in the decision-making processes that young men and women are going through. Lord, bring an affirmation of your spirit through this ministry and other ministries. Bring an affirmation to the call and through the direction that you have for these lives and these ministries. I pray the covering of the Holy Ghost, but not only the covering, but the infilling of your spirit, both upon and inside these lives. For it is not by might nor by power, but it is by your spirit, O oh Lord. I give you thanks for that young man and that young lady that is feeling your call. On the, I thank you that they have even entertained that. And then many of them have said yes to that. And now they are stepping forward. You guide, you order, you establish the steps of the righteous person. So Lord, I ask that you would do that today, and we pray it now in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Williford, for that. It, now, if there was a young person that might want to get in touch with you, how would they do that?
1: Well, there's a couple of ways. I'm happy for a phone call, and and I can give you uh, the number here. Our church office is three one four nine four eight one three zero or via email STWAPC at AOL dot com. That's STWAPC at AOL dot com. Uh, I'm on Twitter also Steve Williford and so um, anyway and I would be most happy to connect with uh, someone if they have any question
0: or, or whatever. Amen. And thank you so much again, Brother Wilford. I appreciate your ministry. And, and you know, one of the things that that I really felt when I came to your church was I really felt love. And and I I thank you for that. I know that that uh, our young people are going to be blessed by this interview. And and I just appreciate you joining us today.
1: You're welcome, Brother Jacob. And thank you for this opportunity.
0: You've been listening to a ministry mentorship podcast with Jacob Tapia. Find out more about this resource by going to ministrymentorship.com where you can find more interviews and other resources to help you develop in your ministry. Thanks for listening and God bless.